30-minute reviews, beware of spoilers, and exploring hyperspace lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. Good morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam on this very nice first day of the three-day weekend, um, you know, with this being uh, Labor Day uh, in, uh, in America. So, I was going to do this yesterday, and then we had an issue with the recording, um, and I didn't. So, we're going to talk today about Adventure Time, uh, Fiona and Cake. I think it's just called Fiona and Cake. Uh, to be clear, um, and we saw these first two episodes, and I think that the first episode being what it is, is pretty interesting, um, it gives a major, um, like, was it season four that opened right after the, the return of the Lich, because, like, I, like, I think it was season three of Adventure Time Ends, where Billy comes to Finn and Jake and says, hey, look, we need to get all of the, what's it called, we need to get all the crystals from, or all the gems from around the, uh, from around the kingdoms, put them into the Enchiridion, and it will open a portal to whatever it is, um, into the multiverse, and we can go in there, and... They go out and do that. They get all these things, and, and they montage through it. Um, and they put all of them in, and then it turns out that um, Billy has been dead the whole time. The Lich has been wearing his skin, and now uh, Finn and Jake have given the Lich the ability to go into uh, the multiverse, to go and meet Eternity, and get one wish granted. Oh, wait, no, not Eternity. Eternity was Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, this was, uh, what's it called? This was, uh, Prismo. What's his name? Voiced by Kamal Nanjiani. Um, so they could go in there and do that. We don't, the, the, the season ends, we don't know what the Lich wishes for. Um, but we see the, the Lich get to Prismo. And then we, when we, when he gets there, we get to see, um, what's it called? Uh, we come back and Finn is living in this alternate universe where nothing happened. Um, the bombs never went off and, uh, Finn was, you know, Finn is just, you know, a regular kid living in a regular world with a regular dog. Um, then you get this interesting other idea um where you know then then we come back from that and we see this alternate timeline play out um and in this alternate timeline um Finn comes across the the crown and you know Marceline tries to warn him not to do it a really old Marceline tries to warn him not to do it and then he does it anyway, and sure enough, he ends up being this. He, he becomes the Ice King. Jake falls into a pool of evil and becomes the Lich. 
and all is, you know, all is good. Um, and then you end up in basically the same place, but with Finn as the Ice King and, and, and Jake as the Lich. And it's an interesting, because that, then what happens is the, the bomb goes off and, and fucks everything up. The point I'm trying to make with that little diatribe that sums up that, and then, you know, the whole time, back in reality, quote-unquote, Jake is just hanging out with Prismo, and the Cosmic Owl just kind of, you know, chilling in the hot tub, um, eating sandwiches. Um, so, they're hanging out there. And so, so all that happens, and, and the point to all this is, the first episode of this show has a major, um, what to call vibe to it, a major, that, that premiere vibe to it, where it is Fiona and Cake are, you know, existing in the real world, Fiona has an apartment, she's got this little cat, she's working a dead-end job she hates, we meet characters that we know before, but human versions of them, um, like Hot Dog Princess, and, and all these other characters, and she just doesn't want to be there. The second episode takes us back to Ooh, which picks up after Adventure Time and after Aspects of Distant Lands, where we now have an older Simon, you know, an older, a grown-up Finn, and they are living in, you know, what's it called? They are living in, in, in this thing. Simon is basically living out a human zoo experiment where he's showing, he's showing people what it was like to live in, you know, in before, the before time, before the war and all of that in the 21st century. And he's become tired of that. He feels like his existence doesn't mean anything anymore. So him and Finn go on an adventure. And it's entertaining, and there's a level of blood and cursing in this show that I was not prepared for, to be completely honest. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's just, like, I wasn't, like, it happens, like, oh, that is, like, the cursing, I was like, alright, that this happened, not on Adventure Time, but that, but, like, the blood was the weird thing, because they didn't do blood on Distant Lands, and I was like, oh, that's odd. Um, the, also, the, the other thing I, 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 I don't know if I've pointed this out, there is an odd fascination with the Cheers universe um, in Adventure Time. Someone involved with Adventure Time has to be a massive fan of Cheers and Frasier, which, not that there's anything wrong with that, because those are two fantastic shows, but, like, you know, we, like, the Cheers theme has come into play multiple times um, over the course of the, uh, the, you know, in the original show, at least, it came into play in a major way in the episode Simon and Marcy. But then, like, the, the theme for Frasier came in, which uh, was being sung by one of the robots in um, in the BMO episode of, uh, of Distant Lands. And then in, in this, it's like she's watching Cheers. And it's like, yeah, but, like, is that the only TV show that anyone in this universe watches or cares about Cheers? Um... So, I, I'm not against, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm not saying, oh, they shouldn't have done that, what I'm saying is, it is a little, you know, odd that that's the only show that ever gets referenced, um, but it's fine, um, but either way, it's like, I, I, one of the things that I, that I'm, I'm gonna posit about this is that, yes, while Ice King has been separated from the crown for a while, and while he has been his own person, and he hasn't been, uh, what's that, what was, what was his name, um, what's it called, uh, he has, he hasn't been, 
Um, he's been he's been Simon, not Ice King, for quite some time. I it seemed like one of the things we have to remember, and, and part of the reason why I brought up that entire plot episode, the plot of the episode back in like season three of the original show, is that. One of the Ice King's crown's gems was one of the pieces needed to open the Enchiridion into the portal into the multiverse. Um, or the space between worlds within the multiverse. And it's kind of important, because this episode ends with him trying to channel Grob, I think. I don't know. All these things sound similar. Um, Grob, Glob, Gob, whatever. Whichever one was the big evil one that was trying to destroy reality in the finale of Adventure Time, um, that one is the one he's trying to he's trying to channel the way Betty did. To, he's trying to bring back Betty because that's part of it too. Is that he went through all these steps to try and save Betty, and then Betty vanished. I don't remember. How did that end? I I just watched it recently too. Again, I don't remember. Either way. Betty's no longer there because he wants to bring Betty back, but I think what they're going with here is that because that gem, like, or the way I read it is that it's like he opens up, like, this portal opens on the back of his head, and his, uh, what's it called, and, and cake flies out of it, um, and that's one of the running things, too, is people keep asking him, like, oh, you know, you used to write those Fiona and Cake books, like, are they, you know, are you going to keep doing that? I didn't get back to it. I love those Fiona and Cake books, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, it's it's cool. Uh, and he's like, look, that wasn't me. That was, you know, the Ice King. He, like, I can't channel him anymore. And I think one of the things to play with is, number one, Ice King is still in there. Uh, somewhere in, in his brain, the Ice King is still there. Um... Number two, I think that this is existing and this is working for him because he has the, what's it called, because he had the, I, I think the crown is going to be the thing that's going to have had something to do with this, where the the crown is going to give him the, you know, the what is allowing him to channel the multiverse the way he did has something to do with that gem in the crown that was used, you know, in the Ankyrity. I think that that's what it comes down to. Um, again, just speculation based on two episodes, but that's how I, that's how I would interpret it. Um, but I do like both of these, um, both of these episodes. I think they're entertaining. Um, I think it's interesting that they lead off with that episode that is kind of like that one from season four. Um, cause I think too, it's like when we think back on, on Adventure Time as, as a, as a major thing, it's, there are two things that really stand out. Like there, there are two key moments I think that, that exist for the fandom, or at least as I recall, there was the moment with, um, you know, with that, where people went absolutely apeshit over how, how it ended. And it's like, holy shit, that's cool. And, and what's going on here? And. It feels like it felt like they were building something cool, and then you get the idea of, well, I, I think people started falling off by the time that the Citadel happened, where they reveal Finn's father, and and all of that. Um, it's it's an interesting, you know, I'm like goddamn, I want to rewatch that show completely again, from beginning to end, like. I'm I'm interested to see where they go this season. 
um, I'm interested to see how this kind of plays out, and I hope this goes on for more than one season, because um, it feels like the show has aged into where we are now, um, which is interesting, um, considering that, like, Adventure Time was very much the springboard for a bunch of other shows that came after it, um, in so much as this idea of playing with continuity in a major way in a kids' TV show. Like, we had had continuity before in kids' TV shows, where it's, I think, like, you know, Fairly Odd Parents, which would add characters and stuff like that. So there was something resembling a continuity to it, um, but it wasn't anything major. The same goes for, like, Jimmy Neutron, which had character relationships evolve over time. Um, but Adventure Time was the first to build lore and expand on lore and really be an exercise in world building in a show for kids. Um, and then other shows that came after, Over the Garden Wall, Infinity Train, um, took that and expanded on it and built on it in different ways and added not, you know, uh, not making it entirely a mystery, but it is a very different experience from watching these other, you know, from, from watching other, watching, like, watching Adventure Time and watching Infinity Train are two different things. Um, and to that end, I think that it's kind of an interesting conundrum to be put in. Um, but regardless, like, the, the, what we come to with this is, in a world where Adventure Time is now pulling from the shows that came after it, too, because that's kind of what we're getting a little bit here, is this, how is this working? What's going to happen? And what's going on broadly? That comes more from the shows that were inspired by Adventure Time, from your Steven Universe, from your, um, you know, from from your uh, your your Infinity Train, from your Over the Garden Wall, that kind of thing. And I think that to an extent, it does make for interesting television to do it that way. Um, but yeah, we will definitely be uh, keeping track of this show as it continues on. Um, it's very entertaining. It, there are a lot of really funny moments. Like, the entire dynamic between Finn and Simon when they go on their mission is so fun. Um, where it's like, Finn is, what was it? Um, Finn is trying to what's the looking for here? To, uh, to, you know, get him excited to go on this adventure. And Simon's like, I really don't want to. At this point, like, they draw Simon with crow's feet around, so you know he's gotten, he's kind of old now. And he's like, I really don't really want to do this. And he just gets the crap beaten out of him on the entire trip. And there's a genuine, like, original Adventure Time energy to that episode that really works, even if it does feel weird that Finn has kind of not progressed as a character since then. I mean, Jake is, you know, dead because Jake is a dog, and, and now Jake's son has taken over adventuring with Finn. Um... But at the same time, it's like, I, I don't think that there is a, uh, what's it called? There is a, uh, a, a key, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, like, it doesn't feel different enough where it's off-putting. Uh, it feels like you've jumped right back into, like, that episode where Finn and Jake are adventuring in the, what's it called? Are adventuring in the, uh, um... You, the, when they when they find that monster that the bears are living in the stomach of, Andy Samberg, back in, like, season two or three, uh, or the episode with the maze that came right after, both of which are hilarious episodes, which I think to this day are still really funny. Um, but, yeah, I think that this is, you know, this is a solid show. This is a very solid show. I would recommend checking it out if you liked the original Adventure Time. 
Um, and if, if what I'm saying about what happened in the original show sounds like a lot, I, I would say it's, I would, I think that as a historical document, uh, which sounds like I'm giving it an unneeded level of grandiosity, as a historical document, Adventure Time is a worthwhile watch. Um, as, as a, as a, a piece of legacy media that it, it, it's, it is shaped or reshaped how we as a people, you know, watch TV. Um, as an exercise in that, it's worth watching. As an exercise in anything else, you know, like, even if, like, yeah, early, and it's just the same issue that, like, you know, what's it called has, that, like, Clone Wars has, or Rebels has, where the first season, kinda, you know, not the strongest, I would say, um, and, and, and to an extent, you probably could just skip to, like, Mortal Folly, Mortal Recoil, and start from there, um, or really, I mean, there's a Billy introduction episode before that, I don't know, I would say, I would say it's worth a watch, um, and, and they're only 15-minute episodes, or 11-minute episodes, because they, they would put two into a half hour, so it's, it's worth, um, what's it called, it's, it's worth, it's worth a watch, um, but we'll wrap up there for today. Tomorrow, we will be doing, uh, what was that show, over on, um, what was it called? The show over on, um, Max, um, can't remember that, oh, My Adventure with Superman, we'll be wrapping that up tomorrow with the last two episodes, if we didn't do it last week, uh, we'll be doing telemarketers on Monday, and then we're gonna do Tuesday, we're gonna do Wheel of Time, um, I think Wheel of Time is out. Um, should be out. The review embargo lifted yesterday. It's gotta be out. But, like, I've seen, like, no marketing for it, which is not a great sign going into a second season. Um, especially considering, like, I go to the movies on a weekly basis, or at least once a week, if not twice. And they have that AM, that, that thing that they put out from, uh, what's it called? From, what was the company? Um, from Amazon where they showcase a bunch of their stuff. Meanwhile, it's like, you know, they have Joffrey in there because you can bundle in Max, but they don't have a reference. They have, like, one or two references to Wheel of Time, um, which just feels weird to me. Uh, but we'll wrap up there for today. Uh, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.